Yeah! Alright, we're live, folks. Welcome, 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 welcome. My name is Jordan P. Anderson, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to get 100,000 views on YouTube. Alright, that's, that's pretty cheesy. Um, um, No, seriously, we're going to try our best to get 100,000 views on YouTube. Not on this video, but I want to show you the keys, the steps, the tools that you can use to guarantee or almost guarantee that your videos are going to get at least a hundred thousand views. Maybe you're new to your YouTube channel, maybe you've just started, and I want to kind of give you some things that the pros don't talk about enough or that the pros aren't talking about at all. So uh, we have a lovely presentation for you today. Hope everyone's having a uh, lovely um, Christmas holiday, New Year's week. Tomorrow's New Year's. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve. Yeah. And uh, so I hope you're excited. Let's get into this lesson. Uh, be sure to check out Friday's lesson. We're going to be talking about um, how to have, how to conduct an annual review. And I haven't decided if I'm going to do an annual review live with you, but I will. Uh, but I, but I want to give you guys the steps and tools uh, on Friday to talk about how to conduct an annual review. Um, but don't worry, it'll be at nine o'clock on nine p.m. on January first uh, because I know you guys are staying up late like me to midnight, and you guys kind of. I'll let you guys kind of. <laughs> you know, I won't, I won't do it at noon. Uh, it'll, instead, it'll be at nine p.m. Okay, I'm rambling. Let's get into this uh, little presentation. Right here. So, your path to 100,000 views on YouTube. All right. Let me switch over to my presentation. Okay, so your path to 100,000 views on YouTube. So, my goal for this video is for you to at least, not for at least, what am I saying? Uh, we're going to go over three steps to getting your views to go, to getting, let's start over. We're gonna, my goal for this video that you're watching is we're going to cover three steps to getting your videos to go over 100,000 views or at least a chance. When I first wrote this, I was like, maybe the goal could be like teaching you how to make a viral video. But it, it, we all roll our eyes when we say like, how do you make a viral video? It's like, that's not, you can't make a viral video. Um, or at least I hope you know that you can't make a viral video. Uh, but I didn't want to say that. Um, but these are three steps that we're going to go over. Um, let's first, yeah, no, let's let's cover them. So the three steps that we're going to talk about are finding a community, organic search. We're going to talk about evergreen questions, and we're going to go a little bit beyond that. What happens after you get a hundred thousand views? Because uh, is that the end? Is that the end goal? Is to get a hundred thousand views on YouTube? No, not necessarily. Um, so let's kind of first get this out of the way. This I'm calling the standard recipe for a good YouTube video. Of course, you know, and and there we can make a a standard recipe on top of that. Like, uh, the, the, it's just like there are some things that just go without saying. Like, have good content, be interesting. But the standard recipe, no matter what you do, is to at least have a great title, something catchy, something that is swirling around in the minds of people, or something that is eye catching. Uh, have a thumbnail that is also eye catching, that is catchy, that is makes you that ans that asks more questions than it answers. That's a good thumbnail. Or same with the titles. It it should raise more questions in the reader or the audience's mind than it should answer. Um, they should never walk away from a headline or reading a headline and going, "Oh, I I know the answer now." They should go, "Wait, what does that mean? I I need to know the the I need to get to the bottom of this." And then. Of course, uh, have a great first 30 seconds. That's, you know, something impactful. So, like, it's, I don't mean have a cool graphic After Effects intro. I mean, have something that is super catchy in the first 30 seconds of the video that hooks the reader, hooks the audience, hooks the viewer, um, and 
again, answers more questions than it answers. Ask more questions, raises more questions than answers. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and then, of course, sharing. You know, you can't just, YouTube helps. YouTube has a pretty good algorithm, uh, but sharing it on other places outside of YouTube, your blog, your Twitter, your LinkedIn, everywhere else is another way to, you know, get your video seen by other people. So that is the standard recipe. So now let's, sorry, switching over. Now let's go into the first lesson. The first lesson is, we're gonna talk about is niche hunting. And what do I mean by niche hunting um, or niche hunting as some people say? Uh, that is to find your target audience. We have to at least know who we're talking to. I've, I've And I'm gonna play this next slide right here. Go watch this video. I made this video, I can't remember now, a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago. Find this video, branding workshop, finding your ideal client. If you have no idea who your ideal client is or who you're trying to target, then uh, go watch this video. Let's say I do a 50-minute walkthrough uh, where I create my own personal persona, marketing persona, marketing user profile, where I say, who am I trying to target? Okay, give them a name, give them a picture, give them a life story, and then start to uh, create a world, create content around targeting that one specific persona that you created. So, um, yeah, go watch that video. Um, but yeah, you have to find your target audience. It's like, um, if you don't know your audience or you just like, I'm just going to make cool videos, then you don't know what problems, you don't know what their problems are. That's, it's, and if you don't know what their problems are, then therefore you don't know what questions they have and you don't know what answers to provide to those questions, to the problems that they're having. So you have to know them. You don't have to be them, you but you have to know them intimately. You have to uh, somehow find, like, find the answers, find the questions that people are asking in this audience, in this group. Um, I've been targeting photographers. So I'm in the photography community. I'm reading things about what photographers are going through. I am a photographer. I know the struggle. I know what it's like to be a photographer. Uh, I know what it's like to be a content creator in general. So I know the typical questions that come into play. So therefore, um, I can start to picture or at least envision or you know, put my you know, put my feet in their shoes as to what it's like to be them and what problems and questions that they are facing on a daily basis. And, I, and I'll show you why this is important. It may not make sense. Why do I need to know what their problems are? I thought that's what marketers and business people do when they try to invent something or, or make a new product for them. I'm just trying to make a YouTube video, Jordan. What are you talking about? Okay, YouTube video, in a sense, is a product that you're creating. So you have to think of it, not to say like you have to treat it like a business, but it's an original piece of art. It's an original piece of work that is going to capture the people's attention. The first 30 seconds, the title, the thumbnail, or all the marketing part of it. And then the core offering is the content, the meat in the middle of the video that you're actually selling people. And then beyond that, hey, watch my next video. That's more marketing. So not to say that making one YouTube video is a business, but you, that one YouTube video could turn your business into a business. You get what I'm saying? So, um, so we have to know who we're targeting. We have to know the target audience. We have to find the niche. The next lesson, lesson number two, is organic search. What do I mean by that? I, I, I wanted to put SEO here, but I didn't want to get too nerdy. Like, we're going to get, it's going to get, I don't want it to get like tech nerdy search SEO, but I, because, but let's keep it to kind of organic search because I figured that's the least techie side. Paid search gets very nerdy, very quantitative analysis, accounting, uh, data-driven kind of stuff. Let's kind of stick with the organic search for now. So find the unanswered questions. This is the core thing. If you if you walk away from this whole thing saying, what lessons did I learn, Jordan? It's this answer right here. Find the unanswered questions. So what do I mean by that? It's the, these are the questions that are very hard, not to say that they're obscure, but they're just, 
you know, you ever you've done a Google search where you look up something and then there are no results for it. So if you so if you're looking up something in your own world, you know, usually it's for me, it's for like random things. But if you're in your own business or you're or now you're thinking like your target audience, what questions are, are out there that just seem to be unanswered or not a lot of people are talking about it. You're you're kind of finding the I don't want to say the blue ocean, but you're, yeah, you're finding like, don't go, the tendency is to want to go find the most popular topic and talk about that topic. But when you're small, when you're just starting out, you're just going to be a part of the noise. You're just going to be a, a part of the trend. You're the same person on TikTok doing the same exact joke video to the lyrics. It's just like, it's, you're kind of just, you're lost. So you, as, as a new YouTuber, as someone who is trying to break through and get further into those, uh, you know, kind of get further into the the depths with your with your niche audience, with your target audience, you need to go find those weird, obscure questions that no one seems to be answering, and then get really good at answering those questions. And once you find those questions, and once you find, so you do, you know, you could do something as simple as Google Trends, Google Search, and, you know, because the, the typical advice, and I gotta just say this, the typical advice, and this is what I'm talking about when I say the pros don't talk about this enough, the pros will tell you to go to Google Trends, see what's trending, and then go talk about that trending thing. That's what they do because they are rich and popular and have all the, you know, 100,000 subscribers, a million subscribers, so that when they talk about trending topics, they create the trend or they make, you know, they rank number one, number two immediately because they're a huge entity talking about a very popular subject and it just kind of, that it just is a hyper accelerant to get them to the top of the list. If you have no following and you talk about something popular, you just become a, a mimic, a mime, you become a, uh, you're just a copycat to the number one person on there who has a huge audience uh, and you're not really standing out. So that's kind of, that's the side point that I'm actually trying to make. That's, I, I thank you for clarifying that, Jordan. Um, so you you want to create content around those hard to find answers. And it's like, so how do, you know, okay create content around that and just keep creating content. And and how long do you do this? You can do this for, I'm not saying, you know, you could, I mean, you, that, that could be your starting strategy for the first year. Like if I were to give, you know, new YouTube channel, okay, here's what you're going to do. You're going to make a hundred YouTube videos this year, and they're all going to be about un, very obscure questions. And you're going to try to rank number one in those obscure questions. And if you keep getting ranking more and more in those obscure questions, then when you get to, you know, I'll take you to the next step. When you get to the next step of actually tackling those popular topics, then you're going to start trending number one or trending higher than you normally would uh, because you have shown the algorithm, you've shown YouTube that you are a good resource, you're a valuable resource because it's all about like building credibility. You're a valuable resource at answering obscure questions and hey, thanks Jordan for, you know, no one seemed to have an answer for that and you had an answer. So I'm going to put you at the top of the list. So that, okay, now you're going to try to answer a very uh, popular question. Okay, yeah, I trust you. You've built a lot of credibility over here. Let's let's kind of push you up to the top of the list in this more popular topic because you've built that credibility. So, oh, and let me back up here. I, I need a backup. I need a, so it all started. So the genesis of all this started from this video. So this is my 100,000, this was my 100,000 view video. And I'll kind of, maybe I should tell you the story. Now that I've kind of hooked you in, let me tell you a little bit of the story. So this video right here, it was how to, a video production company, the first 100 days. And it's just a kind of business overall glossy look at how to start a video production company. This was the number one topic that I was not, th this was the number one question that was not being answered in film school when I was at, when I was attending film school. And so that's why I started my own business. 
business. And that's why I started uh, seeking those answers. So I found more, more research that I could find. And then I decided to make start making filmmaking content, start making content that was going to answer the questions that young filmmakers had because I was a young filmmaker and I knew those weird, obscure questions that weren't being answered and I knew to stay away from the most popular topics because that was already being taken care of. Let me go handle some of the weird stuff. Like, no, it's not so super fun to talk about how to start a video production company, but here I am talking about it. So this kind of started. This was the kind of genesis of everything where I was, it's a very simple video and and it feels, at the time it felt like, oh, this is kind of just organic. Like, wow. And let, let me even kind of go into, I don't care what you guys see. Yeah, okay. So this video has done 114,000 views over the last, let's say, four years. Um, it's So this I would call a long tail video. This is something that is, it's an evergreen question. We'll talk about evergreen questions here in a minute, but it's a question that is just, you know, it had a really big spike. You know, I think in one day we had 50, 558 views. And that was like the first, that was looked like the first week that it became popular. And it just kind of consistently did, you know, 40, 50, 60 views a day, some good days, some bad days. And even in the last year, it's gotten, it gets about 12, you know, some days are like crazy spikes. Created content on those hard to find answers. And it was just like, okay, let me answer those video production questions. Let me answer those filmmaking questions that are kind of obscure, but I know that these are obscure questions or, or hey, I was I had actually firsthand live experience with this. I can talk about this. No one has ever talked about this before. Um, I can make a video about this. Um, so I'm not going to say like, I'm not gonna, there are so many keyword search tools out there, um, but look up keyword search tools, read your comments. If you are, if you are starting in YouTube and you're, and you've been doing it for about a year, you're going to start to get a more and more active community following comment section. And if it's a really controversial topic or you make some, some kind of big blunder or you answer a really good question that people were searching for, people will thank you. People will have follow-up questions. Read those follow-up questions. Read those comments. Read those concerns that people have and start to take little notes of that and add that to your kind of content bank. Like, hmm, that's a good question that somebody asked. I can make a video about that. I can, you know, and just kind of just keep, like, let the comment section kind of snowball for you in creating content. Um, and people, people always say like, go read forums, but I don't know any forums. I just know Reddit. Reddit's my only forum. So every niche that you can think of exists on Reddit. So there's a photography, there's video production, there's the business of video. There are video, you know, videographers, vi wedding videographers, wedding photographers, content creators, YouTube. It, there are, there is social media marketing. There's every kind of thread that you can go to or find. And you can go to those niche, look at the top things, most to answer questions, the hot topics, the controversial things, what were what was what's something that was a question five years ago, two years ago, one year ago, and you're gonna start to look for those kind of reoccurring questions that don't seem to be answered or that are always controversial because if they're controversial, that means you can have your take on it and you can be just as right as everybody else because it doesn't really seem like the answer has been kind of concrete. So put your two cents in there, um, make a video about it, make content around it, um, and kind of continue with that snowball effect. So Lesson number three is evergreen questions, and I'm kind of, we've been kind of building up to this. So you have this is part of your build up to organic search. You find the unanswered questions, you create content around that, you look for 
you're starting to kind of build your arsenal. And as you as you get further and further, and you've been doing this for about a year, you start to answer those unanswered questions, those weird, hard, obscure questions. Now you're going to start to look for the evergreen questions. What are the questions that people always seem to ask in this topic? These are the top trending, not trending in the sense of this is new and hot, but what are the trending or always the top 10 questions that people in this niche, people in your target audience seem to constantly have? That is what you want to go after. You want to you know, here's what I say. Like when I said earlier, it's about like, okay, don't try to go because you don't at this point, you don't and you're so early, you don't have credibility. You don't have you're just a new channel. You're a random person who is just making content. So you don't you're not really it's if you try to again, if you try to answer those big trending topics or something that's hot and hot and trendy, then you're just going to fall by the wayside. You're going to you're not going to be able to cut through the noise. But if you find find little topics and then start to find this and once you've done that, then this is what I say. Go now it's time to go for the big dogs. This is where you're going to look for those big, giant questions, those trending questions, those two million result questions that everyone seems to be answering because now you've built up credibility. Now you've built up the, uh, you've shown Google, you've shown YouTube that you answer questions well, and then you have a following around it. And now you can start to answer those big questions that uh, everyone seems to have an answer for. And you start to look at the number one slot. So you start to, once you find those questions, then you need to kind of look, kind of study your competition. Look, this is what I did. You know, I would, I would go over here, see if I'm still coming through. Yeah, so, you know, how to start a video production company. I would, when I was making that content, I was like, I was, my video is old now. So it's like, obviously it shouldn't be the number one search result. So like, I'm all the way down here, I think. Yeah. But I would look at these things. I would look at, okay, what, how do they make this video? How do they make this video? How do they make the, like, watch some of these videos. What are they doing? How, what are they answering? What are they not answering? How can you improve in that? Um, and start, it's, it's like, I don't care. Like, steal from your competition, follow what somebody else is doing, look, watch their videos, study their tactics and copy it. And then say, I'm going to do this one better. Or, Hey, I watched his video. I didn't really think it was that well. He only did top three tips. I'm going to do top 10 tips about how to start your video production company. Don't feel like, Oh, well, they're number one. So I'll never be able to get there. It's, I remember making the video and watching it and being like, wow, I'm like, I'm, uh, and I kept pushing out more content behind it. I kept pushing it more relevant content to the point where I was ranking in some of these, uh, not obscure questions, but some, I call them like, if like the kind of middle questions, like n not so not in terms of like search volume, like not low search volume, but not high search volume, that kind of mid grade search volume. Um, I was ranking, I'd had two or three videos in the top four slots. So you'd Google the question or YouTube search the question and my three videos would be in the top four slots. And it's like, cool. Now, now you're cooking with gas. Now you have credibility so that every video that you make next is going to start ranking higher and higher. So I thought like that's, um, yeah, so that's uh, and here. That's my slide here. Like look at the number one slot and make a plan for domination. How do you, how are you going to stand out? How are you going to do them one better? Um, it, you, back in, you know, back in 2016, it used to be about like what tags could you use or like you're ranking high in these tags. Tags at this point now are just used for misspelled words or like hard, sometimes misspelled words or, uh, instead of production, it's productatons or, you know, the, uh, it's like if you misspell productions or video production, like that's why you would use a tag. Otherwise tags aren't really that relevant right now. It's still about like the algorithm of YouTube and Google, I guess in general, has gotten pretty sophisticated and pretty and pretty smart where it's it can recognize good content, a good thumbnail, a good title, um, and good content in the first thirty seconds that get people interested, that keep them watching, and then they'll kind of 
They'll feed that out to a couple of your subscribers. If a lot of your subscribers like it, they'll feed it out to more and more. And then more people who are just searching for that answer uh, will start to see your video. So that's kind of the path to 100,000 views. So let's say you've done all that. Let's say you've done this perfectly and now your video is, has 100,000 views. What do you do next? The next step to do is to capitalize on it. And it's because you can look at it like an opportunity. You can look at it like, is this the start of a business? Is this the start of something that, um, you know, it seems to be a question like, okay, this is content that people like. Should I still do this? Like, should I keep doing this? And I say, yes, like once you've struck gold, keep digging, like keep. And you see this a lot on you see this a ton on TikTok, and it's kind of weird. And I brought this up at a dinner party, and it was not the right. I'll be kind of crude in this. It is like I brought this up at a dinner party, um, and it was talking about TikTok, and it was talking about like the girls twerking on there, and, it, and like just go with me, go with me. Don't I'm not gonna lose you yet, but it was like girls twerking, and they had like a 1.5 million likes on the video. So I'm I'm like okay don't stop i look at their profile and that video is like the second video or like the fifth video in their feed and that video had a million views but then you look before that and it's just a regular girl she's just doing whatever and she's getting like five thousand views two thousand views so she wasn't really doing anything but she did the twerking video and that got a million views and then you see all five videos and just stay with me and just like it was the twerking video and then the next five videos you can clearly saw that she was she saw this and you struck gold and kept digging. So the rest of the videos just became twerk videos. So she like it capitalized and, and like, I'm not saying make twerk videos do whatever you want on TikTok, but I'm saying the, it's like when you see something trending, when you see something that's working, especially on YouTube or in the content world, it always helps to just kind of keep digging at that, like keep going, see how far you can push it. Um, can you revamp it? Can you remix it? Can you make a reaction video to your original video that blew up and just kind of like how much can how much can you squeeze this? Um, OK, sorry, not with the, how much how much you know, how much can you uh, wring the sponge out? How much, you know, before it dries out? So it's kind of it's thinking like that. It's uh, it's capitalizing on everything. Um, but from there, and th this is what I did with how to start a video production company, is to start to create an offering, start to create, hmm, okay, this is, because it's telling you a lot. It's saying like, okay, you are, this is a popular question. This is something that people are all, always searching for. It's an evergreen question. And I, and I never really explain what an evergreen question is. Evergreen, evergreen questions are just questions that are going to be constantly are the top 10 questions that are always answered in your field, in your niche audience, in your target audience with photographers, with young photographers, with filmmakers, young filmmakers, filmmakers out of college. They always have the first, there's always a top 50 list of questions that they always have uh, or 80% of them are always going to have. So you can, you know, focus on those questions after you've done all the work, focus on those questions. And that's what I mean by ever, evergreen. And you know, there's always going to be a new crop of filmmakers coming in, always going to be a new crop of photographers coming in. So they're always going to have that same question. And it's going to be that's where you can become a resource to them because you're always answering that same question over and over at scale. So you create an offering. So that's what I did. I said, OK, this video, I want to make an online course. This video seems to be the most popular. Let me create something around this. And I was able to, you know, I was able to create a, an entire online course. I, I expanded it instead of just it being the one 10 minute video on YouTube. I made it a whole two hour series on uh, Thinktific, my the online course platform that I use. 
and I was able to offer something more so that people watched the video, they got hooked, they joined my email list, I sent them an invitation to the online course, they took the online course and just kind of, you know, I built a funnel around it, I built something that was some was something larger than just them casually watching my number one YouTube video. They were able to kind of go through this entire path. So that's kind of you know, I'm not saying to go in with the intent or go with within the um go in with the pre-thought or the pre-notion to like, oh, I'm gonna make this video, and if it blows up, then I'm gonna create a business around it. Uh, but not, but I'm, I guess I'm not also saying like, don't be reactive to it. It's like you need to think about think about it in a sense like if if you strike gold, if you see that the video is working, of course, make more content around that idea, make more content around that subject. And I have like here, uh, I, I pulled the thumbnails of all the videos I made around that. Like it was this video and I saw that it was working. So then I made a, how do you make a production company? Why do you make a production company? And then I made content like, okay, here is, you know, it was, it was content around promoting the course. It was content. And then the content itself from the online courses. Um, so it's just like all that stuff, just like capitalize on that, um, see, you know, and, and rinse and repeat. And that's how you do it. That's, it's just like you find, find those questions, find hard to answer questions. And then once you've, again, once you've built credibility, now you can move on to answering the big questions. Once you answer the big question, and it's like I keep saying, answer the questions. That's what content is nowadays. It's not a. It's like, or that's that's the only way I know how to do it. It's there are comedy and entertainment, and I don't think that that's who I'm talking to right now. I don't think I'm like talking to the next co comedian improv star who's going to make a great co comedy sketch or a comedy podcast. I think I'm talking to more like filmmakers or content creators who are looking to either teach other content creators or learn new skills or uh, somehow apply new skills to their business or learn business skills that they're trying to apply to their content creation. Uh, and I think that a lot of that has to do with just answer answering questions. Like people want to know how to improve their business. People want to know how to improve their content creation game. And there are always questions around that. And there's always, there are a million questions that you can answer. And that is, I, yeah, it's like, it feels like I'm saying like, just answer questions, just answer questions. At the core of it, that's what it is. So it's finding the right question to answer and then answering it and answering it really well so that a lot of people like it. And then that's how you get your 100,000 views. It seems very simple and seems like very boiled down, but that's kind of the 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 recipe to getting a hundred thousand views. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this gave you a little bit of insight on how to get a hundred thousand views on your YouTube video. It's it's not always guaranteed, but I think after watching this video and after kind of going through all the steps, you can get as close as you possibly can to getting a hundred thousand views on your YouTube video. And it starts, you know, let's. I feel like we need a recap. Let's do a little bit of recap. So at the beginning. So to recap, we're going to find our community. We're going to find our target audience. We're going to find our niche audience. That's who we're looking for. Because if we don't know what their problems are and what the questions that they have, then how can we even expect to answer those questions? And once we find the questions, then we create content from that. And that's where the organic search comes from. You're organically, you want to you want to show up organically in the searches for questions that are not typically answered or hard to answer questions or very obscure questions that people in your target audience are dying to know the answer, but it's just kind of, they've always found, found a dead end. You're, you are now going to be the dead end. In other words, you're going to be the solution instead of them going down the dead end. You're going to be the solution. It's the, it's the fork in the road. 
So, and then finally, once you've kind of built credibility and you've been answering a lot of obscure questions, then you're going to start targeting the big dogs. You're going to go after those evergreen evergreen questions, those top 10, top 100 questions that everyone in your target audience always has. And even the big celebrities in your space are starting to answer and have trended. You know, it's it's it, you know, it's like the it's almost like in, in the my space in the in the video space. It's always like, what are the top 10 cameras or what are the best cameras of the year? That, that those kind of like trendy topics. You can start to answer those questions. And once you've done that and once you start to see some traction on your video, then start to build a business plan on about that. But it should be just be about at its core. It's about answering questions. It's about finding those obscure questions that people have answered questions to and giving them a great answer. So thank you guys for watching. My name is Jordan Anderson and I will see you on the next one.